In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to our Sunday celebration of Mass. Today the Church celebrates the 12th Sunday in Ordinary Time. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Peter Mullen. It's six months uh, since his death and we especially remember him in our prayers today at Mass. I ask you also to remember in your prayers uh, John Coyne, whose 22nd anniversary of death is today. And this Mass is especially uh, requested for him today uh, by Claire uh, Dolan. To begin the Mass and to offer this Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of Mercy, your Word of God made flesh and splendour of the Father, Christ of Mercy, Lord Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life, Lord of Mercy, and may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may always revere and love your holy name, for you never deprive us of your guidance, all of those that you set firm in the foundations of your love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. reading from the prophet Jeremiah and Jeremiah said I hear so many disparaging me terror on every side denounce him let us denounce him all those who used to be my friends watched for my downfall and so perhaps he will be seduced into error and then we will master him and take our revenge But the Lord is at my side, a mighty hero. My opponents will stumble, mastered, confounded by their failure. Everlasting, unforgettable disgrace will be theirs. But you, Lord of hosts, you who probe with justice, who scrutinise the loins and the heart, let me see the vengeance you will take in them, for I have committed my cause to you. Sing to the Lord. Praise the Lord. For he has delivered the souls of the needy 
from the hands of evil men and women. The Word of the Lord. In your great love, answer me, O God. It is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame covers my face, that I have become a stranger to my brothers and sisters, an alien to my own mother's sons and daughters. I burn with zeal for your house, and taunts against you fall on me. This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favour. In your great love, answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Lord, answer, for your love is kind. In your compassion, turn towards me. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy, and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, and all the sea and all its living creatures. A reading from the letter of St Paul to the Romans. Sin entered the world through one man, and through sin death, and thus death has spread through the whole human race, because everyone has sinned. And sin existed in the world long before the law was given. There was no law, and so no one could be accused of the sin of law-breaking. Yet death reigned over all from Adam to Moses, even though their sin, unlike that of Adam, was not a matter of breaking a law. And Adam prefigured the one to come, but the gift itself considerably outweighed the fall. And if it is certain that through one man's fall so many died, it's even more certain that divine grace coming through the one man, Jesus Christ, came to so many as an abundant free gift. The Word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. And Jesus instructed the twelve as follows. Do not be afraid, for everything that is now covered will be uncovered, and everything now hidden will be made clear. What I say to you in the dark, tell it in the daylight. What you hear in whispers, proclaim to the housetops. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Fear that person, rather, who can destroy both body and soul in hell. And so can you not buy two sparrows for a penny? And yet not one falls to the ground without your father knowing it. Why, every hair on your head has been counted. So there's no need to be afraid. You are worth more than hundreds of sparrows. So if anyone declares themselves for me in the presence of men and women, I will declare myself for them in the presence of my Father in heaven. But the one who disowns me in the presence of men and women, I will disown in the presence of my Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord.
It's funny what you remember when you're older about your young life. One of the things that I can remember was that I was one of those kids who needed the light on before going to sleep. Not in the room itself, but in the hallway. And the beams of the light itself coming into the room seemed enough to reassure me and get me off to sleep. I must have been afraid of the dark, maybe afraid that no one in the family was nearby, afraid maybe of those dark shadows that were in the room. These years later, I think that I may have been one of those anxious kids that you sometimes come across, anxious, uncertain, unsure. As adults, we smile at the fears of children, and as adults, those fears to us seem unfounded, unnecessary. There's no need to be afraid of the dark, no need to be afraid of the dark shadows, no need to be afraid that people are not nearby. We might smile at youngsters' fear of the dark, but it's also true, isn't it, as adults, that we carry around many fears with us. Fear of heights, fear of confined spaces, fear of open spaces, fear of failure, fear of the future for what is to come, fear that maybe no one loves us, fear that our life is of little value, fear that we'll get sick, fear that others around us will get sick, fear that there will be not enough money to live on, fear of dying. We might smile at the fear of youngsters, but we as adults are not too different from them. We might be older, but we are still afraid, still fearful, and yes, we might lie awake at night fearful of the dark shadows that very often worry us. Fear itself, as you know, is not always a bad thing, it's, sometime, it's something primitive and primordial in us, and it's put in there to protect us. And as you know, the animals have it. It alerts them to dangers, to something that will harm them, and to a predator that might eat them. It's a warning system that keeps them alive and makes them survive. They're always watchful, they're always listening, and they have fast reflexes. Likewise for us, if we didn't have a sense of fear, then we could place ourselves in danger. Without that, we would step into the front of cars, we would dive into waters which were maybe too deep for us and the currents too strong that would sweep us away. We would take unnecessary risks. That fear factor very often keeps us safe. And we've all met that person who has no fear, and sometimes it turns out they are quite reckless. They never see the dangers that their actions will get them involved in. But there is another side of fear that is far from healthy. There is the fear that traps us, the fear that cripples us, and the fear that paralyzes us. Fear of the past, fear of the future, fear of the present, Fear that we might run out of money, fear of failure, fear that our life means little, fear that we are unloved. In many ways, for many of us, 
and perhaps for most of us, our life very often is dictated by fear, shaped by fear, and very often curtailed by fear too. We don't do things because we're afraid of the outcome. We never take a risk because we're afraid of falling. We fear what is coming down the line. We fear for ourselves and for others. Fears like that little boy in his bed, it very often casts long dark shadows. He might need the quiet reassurance that the light would give. But as adults too, we know that fierce fear does cast long dark shadows into our life too. Today in the Gospel we hear something astonishing, some comforting words of Jesus to us, simply those words, do not be afraid. Apparently those words are repeated 365 times in the Bible. For those who are afraid, these words have a reassurance. It's like an adult who puts on a light in a hallway to soothe a child's fears and send him off to sleep. Those words carry with them strength and reassurance. There is no need to be afraid, the voice of God says in our head. Those words echo in our mind today. There is nothing to be afraid of because he is with us. There is nothing to be afraid of because he will protect us. There is nothing to fear because nothing can overcome us. There is nothing to be afraid of because nothing is stronger than him. There is nothing to fear because his love is greater than our greatest fear. He will take care of the future. He will untangle the past. He will give us strength to meet the demands of the present. He will make our fears vanish like snow or ice that very often melts. In place of fear then will come confidence. In place of fear will come courage and resilience. Jesus in the Gospel says these words, do not be afraid. And he says these words because we are loved. Does not the Father love the bird that falls from the sky? Does he not know the amount of hairs that are on our head? If this is true then, we must know that we are loved and there is no need to be afraid. Love casts out fear. If you know that you are loved, then there is no need to be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. The youngster drops off to sleep with the quiet reassurance of beams of light. We walk and rest in the quiet reassurance of the beams of light that pierce the darkness. We are loved, we are cherished, and we are valued by God.
in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried, descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. once again in, with confidence for all our needs. For many people in different parts of the world suffering from the pandemic, for all who are trying to stop its pro progress and for all who are trying to eradicate it. For the fears that we carry with us, that in the light of God's love they may lose their power and control over our life. As we make progress in recovery from the pandemic, we pray that we may all be safe in the stages that will follow. For those who are privileged to be fathers, that they may always show their fatherly care and their affection and love. For the education of the young, that they may continue to learn despite the difficulties and challenges they face. And for Pope Francis, that he may continue to lead the church with courage and faithfulness. And for all who have died, Frank McGettigan and all that we are asked to remember. And in a special way, we remember those wee children in Paisley who lost their life in the fire and we remember also their mother who is in hospital at this time. Heavenly Father we ask you to give us grace always to walk in the light. We ask this through Christ our Lord.
and pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive, O Lord, the sacrifice of reconciliation and praise, and grant that cleansed by its action, we may make an offering that is pleasing to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Father most holy, through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Your word through whom you made all things, whom you sent as our Saviour and Redeemer, incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. Fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people, he stretched out his hands as he endured his passion, so as to break the bonds of death and manifest the resurrection. And so with the angels and the saints, we declare your glory as with one voice we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And at the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters, who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face, and have mercy on us all, and make us worthy that and have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages. 
we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. And we pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil and graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously, graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
with his prey. <clears throat> Renewed and nourished by the sacred body and the precious blood of your Son, we ask of your mercy, O Lord, that what we celebrate with constant devotion may be our sure pledge of redemption. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special protection for us in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thank you for your presence here today uh, at the Mass that is uh, live streamed for you in these moments and uh, especially welcome of course those that will join us later on in the day. As you probably see an outdoor Mass has its challenges um, and if you're slightly distracted by the, the wind blowing the pages and so on uh, I also was slightly distracted as well. I was afraid that something was going to blow off the, the altar here, uh, the altar table, so um, we've managed to survive the, the, the trials of Scottish weather. But uh, thank you for joining us uh, today at the Mass. Just to say to you, you'll already know this, but uh, we're now into the second phase and uh, with that we're allowed to open the church itself. Uh, so I want just to advise you that on Monday, Wednesday and Friday, the church itself will be open uh, for prayer for two hours each day, uh, 5 to 7 on Monday, 5 to 7 on Wednesday and 1 to 3 on Friday uh, afternoon. Uh, the times themselves are arranged so that as many people can obviously get that would wish to be here. Uh, the night ones allow people that maybe kind of resume, resuming work or whatever maybe to be here. But also the uh, the second thing uh, to say is also in the uh, the afternoon session on the Friday is uh, especially for those that maybe have difficulty coming out at night or. It's for everyone, but you know, maybe if you don't have any transport or so on, uh, maybe from Westburn or whatever, uh, then that gives you the chance to come in the afternoon. So, so the times themselves are specially set out in order that as many people can come who would wish to come. Uh, I only say to you that when you come, you have to follow the directions that are given to you. You'll find the church uh, very different from what, what you left it, uh, and there'll be people that will advise you where to go and what to do. Please uh, remember you have to wear a mask in the church, you'll not be able to come in uh, to the church without that. You'll also have your temperature taken to show that you don't have a, a fever as well. Uh, and I ask you not to move around the church but to take the seat that's particularly specified for you uh, and then to leave as directed as well. Ask again if you can volunteer uh, to do the different uh, things that are necessary uh, in this period. Uh, as past keeper or cleaning the church, please let me know through the Facebook, uh, through email, through telephone or whatever it might be. And just finally, uh, before the final blessing, just to ask you, ask for your continued financial support to the parish. As you might imagine, it's a kind of difficult period uh, for the church itself because of no real income coming in. Uh, and if you can, just to give it through the local giving that I've advised in the 
Facebook page and the parish website uh, or else our uh, bank account or, or just simply by putting your envelopes uh, through the door or, or whatever it might be. So just to ask you just to continue to financially support the parish. The Lord be with you and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.